Welcome to the Tin Lounge. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. So we were supposed to have Jen Lee on this week, as I had so excitedly talked about last week. However, <laughs> she is currently being ravished with something going around that I feel like a lot of people we know, mm. they're just down for the count. And I, I think everybody's part of coughing. it, everybody's <laughs> coughing. I am thankfully recovering from my cough that I've had since October. My body hit me with another cold the week before Christmas because I just wasn't listening to it. So I've been doing a lot of sleeping so far, uh, which has helped. I feel like you've been sick for all of Q3. Yes, I have actually been sick for all of Q3. <laughs> oh, um, so, um, so Jen will hopefully be with us within the next week or so once she feels better. Um, but in the spirit of the week in between Christmas and New Year's, we wanted to keep this conversation as Kareen says, cash, like a nice <laughs> casual conversation, <laughs> <Keeping laughs> <a cash. laughs> conversation as we finish out the year and prepare for the new one. And I will say this week can go one of multiple ways. One being you can be ramping up for next year, planning things out, or this year, what I'm doing is just taking a well-deserved break from a crazy, crazy year. Yeah. Um, I was planning to do option A, but <laughs> I've ended up uh, going with option B, uh, surprisingly. And it's not like I'm not doing anything, but I'm just like, okay, you've been right. killing it. Like, chill out. Yes. Just take exactly. your time. Nothing is, you know, I'm checking to make sure my clients don't need anything. But other than that, I don't have to do everything all the time immediately. That's hard exactly. Yeah. And I want to make sure I start the new year, especially with wave season off on a healthy start and not make myself work so much that I don't get the chance to recover. So I feel like there's a little tiny bit left of whatever that I have, but with more naps that I've been taking, I feel like it's going to right itself. I'm going in the right direction here. Naps are almost always the answer. A nap will fix just about anything. You know, I am bringing naps back in 2024. That is one <laughs> of my New Year's resolutions. Who says New Year's resolutions has to be hard? I am bringing back naps in 2024. Siesta is back on the table. Siesta, hashtag siesta. So I, w- <laughs> I will be honest, siesta has been back in my world for the last few months. I am a lady of a certain age and things start changing and energy levels start changing and your brain stops working after you know, certain amount of hours of work. So I have been taking afternoon rests almost daily. I don't necessarily sleep. I used to never be a good napper. Now, if I do fall asleep in the afternoon, it is crazy. Like I am out so bad that when I wake up, I'm not sure what year it is. Is it morning? Is it evening? I don't know. I actually do not like that feeling, but it's got to be what it's got to be. Well, I recently got a Fitbit. Um, recently being on Black Friday, I got a Fitbit because I'm like, you know, I need to be healthier. And, you know, in order to be healthier, quote unquote, healthier, it's, you know, you really have to measure things. And in order to, yes, you've got to track things in order to measure things. And so I'm like, you know what, I don't want a smartwatch. There's no 
way I will have another device to give me more notifications. I cannot handle it. So Fitbit's the way to go. I know it's very old school, but I just want just the basics, just the basics of steps, heartbeat, you know, um, or heart rate, all that stuff. But one thing it measures too is the number of hours that you sleep and it gives you a sleep score. And when I tell you, I am trying to beat out the sleep score from the night before. So I've been trying to get as much high quality sleep as possible. So that's been... You're in a, you're in a contest with yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so that's one of the things too, going into the new year that I'm just like, okay, I'm finally starting to track things that will make a difference. You know, it's funny you say that because I recently bought this ring. It's an ultra human ring and it's a fitness ring because I can't stand anything on my wrist. I like the idea of an Apple watch, right? Cause it'll tell you like if you're an AFib, if there's something truly medically wrong with you, but a, I can't stand anything on my wrist and B, just like you said, more notifications is absolutely a no go. So I bought this ultra human ring. There's another one called aura. That's really popular, but with aura, you have to like pay for a subscription and this one you don't. And I love it. It'll tell me my skin temperature, my heart rate, how I slept every day. It gives me a sleep score, my recovery time. It measures all kinds of things along with activity and movement, which I, it's like, you know, where I don't have a car, I have to walk pretty much anywhere I go. If it's not walkable, then I have to Uber, but that's not very often. But I still don't move that much because I spend so much time sitting at my desk every day working. Mm. So I got it so I could start pushing myself like, you know, sure. You took a walk this morning, but you still didn't even hit 5,000 steps because yeah. Yeah. you've just been sitting at the desk the rest of the day. <laughs> I think when I just got into a habit of thinking, oh, well, I walk everywhere. I must be moving enough, but it's not true. Yeah. Well, in the spirit of us talking about things changing and improvements that we're making, I feel like I wanted to talk about the direction of the podcast that we've slowly been taking because when we first started the podcast, we had our full episodes where it was just a bunch of articles, like a longer version of our mini bar. Mm -hmm. And as travel has ramped up, it's not just more volume in terms of clients. It's also more volume in terms of our own travels, whether that is fams, conferences, things of that nature. So we found that we weren't really able to, there were times of the year we weren't able to get to recording weekly. And so I don't know if you have noticed, dear audience, that we have now included more guest recordings because we wanted to be able to pre-record certain episodes for the weeks when we were not able to to sit down and record with each other live. And you can't batch record the news when we're doing strictly current events. You have to do it in the moment. Like every day, every morning that we record is when I get up and put together all of the articles for excess baggage. Like it has to be basically same day. And because the world is not at a standstill as it was when we started and we were both just ramping up everything, you know, this year we've had some weeks where we just couldn't post which, you know, I mean, this is something we do as a passion project. So there's going to be times when we just might need a little break or whatever. But 
I have noticed that people miss us when we don't post, which of course is so flattering and we love to hear that. So we're kind of, we've been working on navigating how to make all of that work to stay really consistent. And even for our guest episodes, our hope is that we are still keeping it sort of like really relevant and current events. So our guests are meant to still keep everybody in the loop of what is happening in the industry. Right. And so what you'll start noticing is our mini bars will still be very news focused. And we would love to do as many of those as we can, giving you the latest travel industry news. Um, But our full episodes or our pre-recorded episodes will likely be with a guest of some sort, whether it's our advisor highlight series with our fellow travel advisors getting to know their business models and so forth, or another guest that can touch on a topic that's a current event for us or something that's top of mind in our industry that would be really helpful for us to address. Yeah. So like, unfortunately, Jen couldn't make it this week. So instead of capping off the end of the year, we're going to kick off the beginning of next year because she always just really gets our blood pumping and gets us ready and fired up. So we definitely don't want to miss that this year. So we have to do that next week, assuming she's feeling better. And then after that, we have a guest who is a marketing technologist, who it's really fascinating. And for those of you who are struggling with where AI fits in with your business, it's going to be really eye-opening. So we're excited about that. So moving into 2024, is there anything that you are doing differently in your business or want to implement or any kind of changes that you realize you need to make? Yes. So, well, I've sort of already been in this season, but I am kicking it up another notch starting next year. I have been in a season of investing in in the business, more time, more money, on the business, actually, not in the business. So I have been really investing a lot of time in helping develop the people on our team, working on email marketing, um, training an assistant for myself to help me with all of my personal bookings. And now in January, I'm bringing on a social media manager, which is not a small expense, but I feel will be worth it in the end because I used her already for Travel Biz Boss and she's amazing. I really would love for her to run my life if possible, but I feel I I want, I'm hoping, I have been hoping by mid 2024, I can be in a place where I don't have to work as much. I will have worked really hard to set up all of the structures so that I can do more delegating and less of the in the business stuff. So I'm still going to be selling. I'm still going to be doing all of the things I normally do. I'm just sort of bringing on more team members and investing time and money into training them and then outsourcing social media now. I already outsourced some of our email marketing stuff. So I'm hoping that rounds it out so that by mid-2024, I am. it's more of checking in and delegating and more of an administrative role. Mm, love that. Yeah. How about you? So as you all know, I am moving away from your typical Western European countries in terms of the FITs that I book, because that's really not 
my passion. You know, there are certain areas in Europe that I still love to book. Um, and also personally, I love going to those countries, but in terms of working with clients and putting their itineraries together, that's not really where I find joy. And I, I grew my career and my business doing European FITs. And so it feels a little bit weird for me to be making this shift. But to be honest with you, I never really cared for Europe so much. It was just when I first got started, that was the request that I was, those were the requests I was receiving, those inquiries. So of course, that was what I serviced. And then, you know, the snowball rolls, they're referring me for Europe because their friends went and yeah. so on and so forth. And they had a great time. But now that I'm in a place where my brand has been built, people already know my company and the services that I offer. Um, and now that I have associates who can take on inquiries that are not the right fit for me, I am very excited to be expanding the specializations that I will be working on in terms of destinations. So um, doing more of Asia, aside from Japan, doing more Australia, New Zealand, South America, and Africa. Like I am, and I've been lucky this year to be able to manage trips like that. So I do have that kind of in my back pocket. And I feel like it's a direction that I'm taking that makes me, that continues to make me excited about the industry. Whereas I was so ready to just, be, just throw in the towel and be like, I'm done. And then I remember I thought to myself, I'm like, listen, Teresa, like you own your agency. You are in charge here. Why are you still doing things that don't make you happy? Um, you need to figure out a way if you really love the industry and want to stay in it to keep up your excitement. And I think once I decided that and made that a goal of mine to achieve, the universe kind of just said, okay, I see where you're, you're wanting to go. Here you go. Here are opportunities for you. And I took those opportunities and I feel like I maximized them as much as I can. So now moving into 2024, I have some of the most beautiful inquiries, beautiful trips already planned for people in those new destinations that still make me excited. And I remember going to the signature conference and listening to the way that they talked about positive impact travel. And that was always something I wanted to incorporate. I wanted to incorporate with my clients. And I think with these new destinations, it's more of a possibility for, and there are more opportunities for positive impact experiences that I can offer to my clients. It's so funny because what you're talking about is like a passion for the work that you're doing, for the actual work you're doing. And I love that so much. And I love that you made a decision and you focused on it. So in our private Facebook group for my team, I actually put a poll yesterday and I, I was asking like, what is the most important thing you want to get out of this business? Obviously you want all of the things I'm about to list, but what one thing is the driving factor? And I put money, being a badass business owner, opportunities to travel, freedom and flexibility, like to be there for your kids, but also be able to earn money and other. And one of them was, Whitney was like, I say money, but I'm also strongly motivated by creating really amazing trips. And I'm like, that tells you a little something about where I'm at that I didn't even include 
the passion mm-hmm. for the actual work yes. that we do in the, you know, because my head is now and trying to move toward that CEO role over like planning trips necessarily. I still plan mm-hmm. them. I still, I'm going to continue planning them. Uh, but my head is just cor- sort of looking at a bigger picture now, but I, I had to laugh when she pointed that out. I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I didn't even put like, <laughs> I love curating amazing trips, you know, helping people make memories, all of that stuff is really important. And then I extended further on mine. Mine mine is more about being the badass business owner. But a strong part of that is I can't imagine after being in this business for so long, the idea of someone else setting a salary for me is so Mm -hmm. no way I need to be able to determine my own income And the more that I work and the harder that I work and the more that I put into it, I want to be able to make more money. I can't like the idea of having a salary is so awful to me. And Mm -hmm. I fully understand people who do want that, that stability that I just go to work 40 hours and I make this much money. Like I get that. It's just not for me. But um, I think 2024 is going to be the strongest demand we've ever seen for trips and for travel advisors to plan those trips. That's mm-hmm. my prediction. And so I love that you have taken a moment to clarify what it is you want to do with that because it's such a huge opportunity. And anybody can, if they take a moment, can really hone in on that and find exactly what it is that makes them happy and stay focused on that and take advantage mm-hmm. of this time. Hopefully it will just continue to increase and increase year upon year, but I just feel like it's going to be an explosion. So this is a great time to, if you want to make a shift, if you want to narrow your focus, if you want to niche down, or if you want to expand, whatever it is, this is Mm -hmm. a great year to do it. Right. And I feel like one of the ways that I really, one thing I really had to do in 2023 in order to figure out which direction I wanted to go in was to and this is scary for some people. And I was very lucky that I was able to do this to pause on new inquiries I was receiving. Mm -hmm. I paused everything because things were just not feeling good for me. And I knew I had to make a change and I didn't want to be stuck with clients and trips I had to service that no longer served me. And so I had to put a pause on there and really get my head on straight and take that time to de-stress because we had a couple of real doozies this year in terms of um, clients and trips and things like that. And I take those things really impact me emotionally because, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you are in charge and you really need to be the one to take the brunt of everything. And so... I mean, that needed that time to just stop and refocus. And so during that time, yeah, I was not booking a ton of things, like easy things here and there. I was supporting my associates, things like that. Um, But it really did pay off because it made me, it helped me figure out what I needed to do. And I, I think every year I'm going to have a moment like that where I'm like, okay, I no longer love doing this. Like, what can I do to change that? But it also literally paid off, right? Exactly. Was this your highest sales year ever? Yes, my highest sales year 
ever, like over a million dollars in sales, like over a million dollars um, for the agency. And I like didn't think that we would get here so quickly, especially after like all the stuff that happened during the pandemic. I didn't realize that would be the case. And, um, you know, I shocked, I was shocked running the numbers after our last um, commission payment. Like, and I was like, okay, let's run the numbers now. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, did not think that we would be here this soon. Well, I'm certainly not surprised. I think <laughs> that you are an inspiration to me and to other people because you are so smart to be able to be, take a step back, see that things aren't working instead of just keep grinding and grinding. You and I are both Virgos. We're both Enneagram threes. We're both super emotional. We have so much in common. Um, I have a hard time stepping back to look at the full picture. Sometimes I just get in it and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's never enough. It's never enough. You have the wisdom as a much younger person than me (laughs) to step back and be like, Oh, nope. I don't like this and I'm going to stop right now and make a change. I'm not going to wait for the new year. I'm not going to wait for me to completely burn out and have a menti B. I'm just going to immediately take a step back, correct the course and keep going. And it has, like I said, literally paid off for you, not just in your happiness, which is the most important, but also just from a business standpoint. Yeah, definitely risky things that I've had to do, but as in all things, like isn't starting a business a risky thing to begin with In all things, you know, take that risk. And if it doesn't pay off now, you know, but if it does, it's going to, it's going to pay off big. So definitely scary, but there are always (laughs) things like I, I, so remember when I went skydiving in New Zealand, I, after I landed, I told myself, I'm like, man, now you're going to have to find the next thing to <laughs> challenge yourself and to face in terms of fear. Um, but there's no shortage of that here in, in the industry and running your own business. Yeah, we're always learning. That's also something I could have put on my little poll. I think since the reason I stay in this business so happily and passionately is I love that you never stop learning. It's right. There's no way to get bored because there's no way to know it all. And it's just Mm -hmm. constantly new and better and all these things to learn about and different destinations. And so I really, obviously really love this business. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also, I'm also pretty excited for the fan with intention side of things, because there are a couple of things that I've been sitting on for a little bit. And because Mm -hmm. I have now freed my brain from the clutches of things that don't bring me joy, I was able to map everything out. So I'm super excited to bring a couple of new things into the new year for fan with intention. And that to me makes me super giddy. Um, And it just keeps me excited, I think. And yeah, things are not always going to be exciting and things like that, but I feel like I can do what I can to like keep myself excited. I don't know if that makes sense, but it totally makes sense. You, you make your own excitement. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's the kind of people we are, right? As business owners, we go out and we actually grab what we want. We go for it. Um, and I'm going to apologize if you guys can hear my dog snoring. Um, 
Because she's really sawing some logs here under I desk. wish I could hear Fiona snoring more. <laughs> it's really something else. Um, I am also excited on the Travel Biz Boss side of things. I have a few things come in the works, but I'm also super pumped because I'm going to be working on a new project with the squad, which is me, Kate Thomas from Travel Pro Theory, Nikita Brown from... Travel Agent Collective and Nicole Barrett from the Minted Lab. So I love working with these ladies. We're always a sounding board for each other, but due to just personal circumstances and stuff, we haven't been able to do a project together in a while, but we do have something in the works. And I love, we all four live in different countries now, but we're able to stay in touch and come together and hash out ideas. And it's very energizing for me. So I'm excited about that for next month. Yay. I can't wait. I feel like I haven't heard from the squad since the pandemic, since 2020. Like I was super excited to be able to listen to all four of you ladies. I think the last thing we did was like at the beginning of 2022. Mm -hmm. We did our fees workshop. But uh, we do have something great coming to help both new and experienced advisors get their shiz together, (laughs) 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 which is what all of us love to do. And um, what's your travel year looking like so far? Mine's pretty much maxed out. I don't even know at this point if I can fit anything else into 2024. I, you know, I feel like I always have the year off with like a blank calendar and I'm like, Oh good. A year where I can stay home more and get some rest. And I said that at the beginning of 2023 and that was not the case for me in 2023. I hit six out of seven continents this year. And by February of next year, I would have hit seven continents within a 12 month span. So I have, um, I'm going to Antarctica, Antarctica mm-hmm. with Swan Hellenic. Uh, I cannot wait for that experience. And then we're going to bring Kelly on to talk about Swan Hellenic and what um, ex- exploration cruising or mm-hmm. is that what Expedition. What expedition cruising, exploration mm-hmm. travel, expedition cruising, what that all entails. But I cannot wait for that. Uh, so it's hard to say right now, Kareen, but so far my schedule is relatively open, but as we all know, before I know it, it fills up. Well, I was supposed to go on that trip with you and I'm very sad not to be going. However, I'm very happy that you still get to go. I already have a super hectic schedule for 2024, which prevented me from being able to do that. But holy moly, I've got the Astor River Cruise Expo, then TPI's top producer trip. Then I'm after that, I'll be spending some time in Spain. We're actually going to be house hunting for like a sort of like a vacation home there. Then I'm turning 50 next year. So I have a big Alaska cruise planned. Two of my other besties are also turning 50. So we're doing a big group Alaska cruise excited about that. I'm supposed to host a Christmas Markets River cruise. I want to make it to Guatemala next year. I think we may be moving to the Baja Peninsula next year. So it's, um, yeah, going to be bouncing, going to be moving and shaking. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> I love that though, having a full calendar. And um, one thing I feel like I realized this year is in looking back at the year, it seems like, and I may have said this before, it seems like this year has been so long, yet it's flown by. Yes. When I think about the trips I've taken oh. in, 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 in quarter one, it feels like it was three years ago, but it was just this year. And to be so lucky as to have that feeling of feeling like your year was so long yet flew by is just something I don't take for granted because I think that is one of the keys, at least for me, to having a fulfilling life is to feel like I have taken every opportunity and lived every day to its fullest to feel like my year was so long and yet it flew by. Yeah. We are lucky. I think a lot of times the outside world doesn't realize how hard we've had to work for these opportunities. They think right. they're just handed to us. So they're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to be <laughs> traveling. Well, but the nice thing is that if you do work hard, you do get these kinds of opportunities and you can't say that about many industries. Exactly. I just can't believe it's the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so as we go into the new year, um, I always like to reflect back on the, the year prior, but also mm. in looking at what other travel advisors are saying, you know, a lot of folks, they're saying they they have all these different goals for the new year, whether that's just finally start charging fees or to work with, you know, higher budgets, whatever it is. Everything is doable as long as you're able to plan it out, map it out, and make your intentions, uh, solidify those intentions because it will work out because we've all been in situations where we've been afraid to take that next step. The beauty of everything is if you take that next step and it doesn't work out the way that you had initially thought it would work out. It still works out in a different way. Yeah. So keep an open mind, be flexible and approach these risks with excitement. Even though you might feel anxious and nerves, approach it with excitement and with curiosity as to, I wonder how this is going to turn out. Like, I wonder yeah. if it's going to be exactly as I thought it would or something I never expected. Couldn't set it better. Happy New Year, everybody. And thanks for joining us for another wonderful year of podcasting. And thanks for letting us in your ears again. We'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause, cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.